For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hello, niggas and niggeritos, and welcome back to the read first episode of 2022. I am Cornbread the Snack Jete. Oh my gosh, I am June Jambalaya. Of course you are, bitch. And this is the read. Thank you, everybody, for coming back. I knew that. You I did. Knew that. You did. You I knew it. You sensed it. You knew it. I truly you felt did. It. And here we are. Um, and here we are. Yeah, I could not ask for more out of a first episode of Drag Race, but I'm sure we'll get to that <laughs> later. But uh, anyway, yes, thank you for coming back. Hope everybody enjoyed their break. Um, I know I did. And yeah, I, I truly did. And I still have another yeah. two or three weeks off from school. So when I tell Amen. you a bitch is about to be vacating, like literally don't ask me for nothing. I'm enjoying Amen. all of my time off from having yeah. to like read things and cite things <laughs> and type very fast. So it is uh, good to be back, though, and great to have you back. I think at some point yesterday, I was literally just eating chili cheese Fritos <laughs> in my bag <laughs> and counting my toes to you the ceiling would. and laughing <laughs> because I had nothing to do. Because I had nothing to do. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. I was going to say, even though that sounds crazy, it is truly a beautiful feeling. Yes. It is. Yes. <laughs> and I fully understand you, friend. Amen. It was amazing. It's just, and I think, I really think it was the pandemic more than anything. (laughs) I think the pandemic stresses us out so much subliminally that, or unconsciously that we don't even realize until we have a break, just how much we needed it. But yeah, I feel good and I'm glad to be back. I agree. Yeah, 100%. And like, I know that a lot of people are... I like living in a diet pescatarian right now because, but like, I still Mm -hmm. am fully invested in what we're in. And I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to keep rehashing, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and bursting people's bubble, uh, unjacking them from the matrix. Oh, we can get to how terrible that thing was later. Oh, damn. And, um, you know, I don't want to ruin your immersion. Right. But, Woo, some of the girl but i was just in florida i mean <laughs> where everyone pretends. true you were and a lot happened we had a lot of celebrity deaths over the break we had um i mean 
some things that back really shifted the culture back to back. And it was a lot. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. First episode since My Betty White. Yeah. It's very difficult All to All the golden girls are gone now. I still have it. I really have it. And it's it's like, it's weird because when I found out that she died, I was like, first of all, I felt really sick that day, like physically sick. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, great. So I have COVID. And now Betty White is dead. But I didn't have COVID, apparently. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that was just a shitty day altogether. Um, but I was just like... On one hand, I was like, okay, well, yes, she was 99 years old. She was very, very old. You know, she's probably much more comfortable and happy now. Mm-hmm. It just felt like yep. a part of me had accepted it. But there's also like a part of me that's just like, the lady has been in my life my whole life. And she's been quote unquote old. Like, right, my whole life. Since I was <laughs> born. Exactly. So... <laughs> It's weird to think that she's not here anymore yet, but needless to say, I've still been watching my Golden Girls obsessively, and some mm-hmm. of these episodes hit a bit differently now. Some of the quotes do as well, but R.P. Betty, I took many shots out of my Golden Girls uh, shot glasses, Beautiful. specifically the rose one, <laughs> Beautiful. Um, in tribute to our queen. Yeah. Um. All of them gone now. It's a trip. And then we just lost Sydney Potier. Right. This past week. That which was is like also crazy. Yeah. Groundbreaker, wall breaker, glass shatterer. All of it. Icon, mm-hmm. legend, artist, yep. inspiration. And <laughs> it was like. W- <sighs> That one, mm-hmm. and it was literally a week later, I believe. Yeah. I think Betty was, Betty, first of all, had the nerve to pass she on She died New on Eve. New Year's Eve, which honestly I thought was iconic. When I first literally. heard it, I was like, how dare you, bitch? You're like 10 what days away from your wedding. Icon. <laughs> that like, bitch said, count this down. how dare you, right? <laughs> And what's really crazy is I had just ordered a copy of that People magazine celebrating her 100th birthday. So, yeah. of course, at the last minute, they went back and reprinted and were like, oh, remembering Betty White. But I had still ordered that other one. So I'm going to yeah. hang on to that for however long. But, yeah, that was crazy that that bitch was like, I know you all are waiting and New Year's Eve. I'm clocking out. And then yeah. Sydney Poitier doing this, doing the same thing. And, oh, my God. No, I feel like it was, like, at least three or four other people. It was just, like, back to back. Well, Bob Saget, I think, just passed away today. Oh, yes. Danny Tanner just died, like, yesterday. And it's just been crazy. It's like a a sad childhood Sunday. Yeah. Like a a triple-layer cake of tragedy. Right. For me. So... If not a a quadruple or quintuple layer cake, because like yeah, because there was someone else. James Matume just died. There you go. I think it was him. Um. Yeah. 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 Just died. He was seventy five years old. A legendary producer. So 
it's like I felt like it was it was coming like nonstop. It was all back to back, all these black legends, even though obviously Betty White does not count as a black legend. Black people really stand for her and um, that whole story about like when she first had her variety show talk show or whatever and mm-hmm. having that black man on it like that was something I already knew but niggas found out and it yeah, was like they too. stand her even harder so <laughs> <laughs> it was just it it's just been a rough time for the people that we've grown up with you know and there's not a lot of white people I respect so to lose, <laughs> so to lose one of the ones that really meant something, you know, it yeah. hurts. And and Sidney Poitier, despite the things he said about black women and how he didn't need them, you know, that nigga was still groundbreaking. <laughs> I mean, he said it. He was still groundbreaking in his own way. I literally forgot about. That. I mean, <laughs> I just, I mean, I feel the same, not the same way, but similar ways about Sidney Poitier and like. um Danny Tanner, what's his name? Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Because Bob Saget made a lot of jokes that I don't find funny. Yeah. Things that were like, you know, across the line for me, things I couldn't handle. But at the end of the day, I can't deny the talent. And that's kind of how I feel about uh, Sir Sidney. But anyway, it's just been a rough start to 2022. So I'm glad to have had some time off to focus on myself, to smoke weed and journal um and i'm glad to be back here with you friend we're about to hit our nine year anniversary nine fucking years of doing this show can you believe it whatever this is like nine years of being like girl i guess if they'll have us back next week then we'll be back it's just weird and we're literally (laughs) throwing we're chucking coal yeah into the furnace we are we're not even like 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 we're literally just like the girls don't even know (laughs) the girls don't even know oh they don't we've got plans they don't there's you know i feel like together and individually 2022 is gonna be a big year I believe she's gonna it. be something. I believe it, but you know, she's already getting on my nerves and giving me anxiety. I mean, but that's a good thing, <laughs> right? That's that's a sign of a good year. But here we are anyway. So thank you for coming back. Hey, y'all! This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay, if anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know Kip Fury and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so Black Excellence, real quick, I'm going to piece it up to MJ Rodriguez. That's right, my motherfucking mother, period. I screamed when I saw this, like, MJ is my mama, don't do this. (laughs) 31-year-old. Yes, yes, that's correct, that's correct. Somebody much younger than me is my mother, and I could not be more happy for her. Well, she is now the first ever transgender actor to win a Golden Globe for her portrayal Mm -hmm. of Miss Blanca. That's right on Miss uh, on our on our show Pose Mm -hmm. that we love. So yes, that we love to watch and to cry over Mm -hmm. and to relate to and obsess over and laugh at and quote god what a show what a moment (laughs) the girls just gave us some moments and peaced out pose is gone insecure is gone (laughs) the girls the girls are just like good night everybody we're done yeah the story's finished (laughs) right but yeah um mother michaela J completely deserved it um I really, really love Blanca, the character she portrayed on Pose. And so I think for the rest of my days, I'm just going to have to stand. And <laughs> it is what it is. For he- right. From here on out. <laughs> the rest of you are just going to have to be angry about it. But I truly love her. I didn't even know that she was the first transgender actor to win a Golden Globe. But seeing how excited and happy she was, how she gave homage to the other girls, how she talked about how this was paving the way for the new girls. It was just completely heartwarming and I adore her. So congratulations, baby. Nobody deserves it more than you do, mother. More than you. Nobody. So I'm so happy for you. <laughs> um, She gave a, uh, like a, a speech on Instagram because I don't know if there's... I guess they're not having a show. Oh, yeah. I think they gave out all the awards on, like, Instagram or something. <laughs> I 
was so I'm not, look, I that was it. so crazy. I think they postponed but, the Grammys. Yeah, no, because Omarion is coming through and whooping everybody's ass where Icebox mm-hmm. used to be. Touch. Like, he's just touch. Just that fast. Touch. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. touch. It's bad. That's it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Like, so I get it. But yeah. She's everywhere. That's what we, so, you know, we had she, to see her. We had to see, <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> don't, please. And in your eyes, I know it's you. Okay. Anyway. Links in my lap, girls. So we, let's see how long she stays in the room. I mean, you did threaten her, so I did. <laughs> I did. I promptly threatened her. You and told I her not to piss love. you off, right? I did. <laughs> this dog would be so confused. <laughs> I literally just be like, because I will throw you out at the drop of a dime. Do you hear me, bitch? Come here, baby. Love right. So that's what you say. And then you love yes. on her and you give her yeah. whatever she wants. We're oh. besties. Right. You're full of shit. But uh, yes, congratulations to my mother, Michaela J. Love you. Adore you. And you deserve it completely. Um. Also, just an honorable mention to someone also black and excellent. Ten years of blue blue's oh, 10th right, anniversary just took place right, and i truly can't believe it i can't believe it miss tina posted no. that photo of her and yes. her grandbaby and they yeah. about the same height and i was Correct. like what the fuck <laughs> is happening the fact that when i first saw the picture i was like oh this must be one of miss tina's angels you know this must be one right of the, one of the <laughs> high like, school girls in her program and then to read the caption i was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> what where how i knew blue was gonna be tall she was always big for her age her parents are yeah. taller than average but I wasn't ready for in the Balenciaga sneakers. <laughs> I said, "Please get Beyonce Junior out of my I face." Just, I cannot all handle I can her. Do is stand. It's all we can ever since hello blue ivy dot dot com. Cannot believe all I can do is stand. Jesus, it's been ten years. Me either. Of me imagining. And <laughs> cosplay. And cosplaying as this little girl. That's right. <laughs> Imagining speaking the, for her. The life that I'm sure she truly lives <laughs> in that household. Calling shots. Yeah. Running public relations and marketing. Yep, correct. <laughs> styling and creative direction. Yeah. It was truly beautiful. And clearly Miss Tina was the designated person to announce Blue's birthday. Because Beyonce kept going with random assorted famous people and we're all like, yeah. so we're not going to get an acknowledgement of the actual princess. But of course we're not because Beyonce remembers how y'all acted about her pregnancy. She remembers how y'all acted about Blue's hair. And therefore, mm-hmm. y'all don't get nothing other than like very selective posts from people who know and love Blue. And that's all y'all deserve, really. When I think about mm-hmm. it, that's all the general public really deserves and really not even that because y'all did the absolute True. most behind Beyonce when she was pregnant and Blue when y'all was like, oh my God, Blue was like 
eight months old. And y'all were like, why Beyonce hadn't purr her hair? Why Beyonce got that baby out here looking nappy and crazy? Literally. Like, it was too much. So, I fully get why she was like, well, you know, we'll wish a happy 43rd birthday to Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever, but we won't acknowledge <laughs> Blue Ivy yeah, the Don Diva, right? <laughs> and honestly... <laughs> Exactly. And honestly, it's in my, I, I would assume it's a text from, oh, you know, we live for the girls or maybe a list of, of, of people. And then the Parkwood folks put that stuff. It's not like Beyonce herself is going anywhere and putting anything the fuck up. Yeah. So it's no different a day for her personally than any other goddamn day girl. It's not her who's posting those things up on that website. But you're absolutely, yeah, no. They're going to go and do their personal things because exactly. That's why we only see Sir and Rumi when it's time to sell tights. Correct. Or or go on tour. (laughs) All Beyonce did that day was tell her mama, yes, you can post this. That was all. Exactly. <laughs> that was whatever. Probably not even that, honestly. Whatever they had planned that. for their baby, they were going to do anyway. Because, you know, Blue and Messina have a different. They have a different. You can tell I mean, that's Blue one of did those tell very her. special <laughs> she did grandma, tell- grandbaby yeah. relationships where they're like besties. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Because none of us will forget when Blue told her mama in the theater, you are not a uh, grandma. You are not supposed to record here. Grandma, yeah. you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> you're not supposed to. Grandma, you're not supposed to. This was years to ago here, too. Right. Like this was, this was, this was and so Miss Tina's just like anyway, ignore that little short <laughs> nigga, <laughs> like, girl. And meanwhile, Blue is like, yeah, they're gonna come get you, Grandma. You're not supposed to. You know, you know I made your mama. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what you talking about? Miss Tina didn't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was so great. Oh, I love yeah. white people. It was a beautiful okay. moment, but anyway, yes. Happy 10th birthday to Blue Ivy. What an icon. What a legend already. <clears throat> All right, so this week in Hot <laughs> Tops. Oh, Lord. I just realized I didn't uh, come up with a song for this. Oh, <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Any they type forgot. Of... They completely forgot. Anything. But you know what? Maybe I won't do that this year. Maybe I'll come up with something all something different altogether. You can do whatever you want to do. Keep you on your toes. That's right. My problem with these bits is that I swing way too high. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you have to commit to songwriting, <laughs> sports recap. That's true, bad. Like. What are you doing? Because nobody bitch? told you had to do that. So no one, if literally nobody, the, leave the sports shorts alone. Nobody's gonna be mad at you for oh, that. Don't stop it. Don't you get out of your head. <laughs> you stop it right now. I mean, it's a gift. I okay. can't. No, you you're know, right. You do people. have a talent. I'm blessed. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at Link. Like, Hard okay, I'm gonna leave. Link is like, nah. You finna get. You're not going anywhere. Link bitch. is like, you finna get wired up, and I'm out. <laughs> You want to go? Do you want? No, what you want to do is go over there and start tearing shit up. Because <laughs> what's happening is, you, I already know what you're going to do is sit your ass here and be quiet. Oh, okay. I'm not even you know, you're mind. really like a mother covering her breastfeeding baby. Like, this child, I'm covering her up because this I'm child over just needs here. to chill. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> now, hot tops. Um, 
and the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, wow. I was going to say the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Forget it, because Prince. Yeah, I do. But the fact that we were both thinking of Harry Potter movies, which are terrible, uh, that's when I'm like, wow, alignment. You watched three of them. If I even Two. watched all three. Did I was you watch say, three? I'm not sure that I finished three. I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure that I did. They're so bad. I really, I'm not even going to do this again. Great. I would enjoy They're it so if bad. you would just watch the rest Why? of them. Even if you just hate watch them. They're so bad. Hate tweet, tweet through okay. them okay. and how bad they are. All and right. just stick through it and see if you liked anything. You didn't get to Helena Bonham Carter. Okay. You didn't get to like um, other good parts of it. Wow. And so well, you, you should just them. watch... You should just watch the rest of it. Okay. I'm literally watching it right now. I'm on Order of the Phoenix right now and hating that fucking bitch. What's but her name all over again? You first watched it as a child, so it's different for me. Eh, like no, it's not. No, that's a very big difference. You first watched it as a kid, so you have a certain affinity that I simply don't have. I feel like because, by the time the last movies came out, I was grown. But I read the books first. I didn't watch the movies first. I also read the books first. Okay. But you were a kid when you read the books and watched yes. the movies. Whereas I was an adult when I did both. Mm. So I read the books first with an adult's mind, thought, wow, this is great. Then watched the movies and was immediately incredibly disappointed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll put it on my list of things to do, you know, in 2022. Um, but... You know, I just thought Prisoner of Azkaban because ass and cabanas. Things gay niggas love. Yeah, you're right. uh, You're welcome. Of course. Always. I'm here to help with sports shorts, too, whenever you're ready. Oh, no, you don't need it. You don't need it, but okay. I don't. I know you don't. Right. (laughs) So, okay. Well, girlies, The weekend is back with a brand new album titled Dawn FM, and the streets are buzzing about it. Oh, yeah. Um, He's already drawn brand new Michael Jackson comparisons Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, from the likes of, who said it besides Timbaland? Oh, God. Y'all love that bullshit. Yeah, the New York Post. New York Post Womp. Uh, compared him to Michael Jackson again, or this Michael Max Jackson of his generation when they reviewed the album. Timbaland excitedly referred to it as uh, some thriller shit. Mm. So, of course, I decided to listen to the album so that I could give an okay. fair, an objective uh opinion all right thank god for that these opinions (sighs) (sighs) uh what did you so i can't wait to hear what you thought friend what happened what'd you think how was the music so the album is dawn fm it's quite conceptual it's like a radio these are facts instead of opinions theory thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very dance pop (laughs) synthy (laughs) (laughs) that little 70s 80s funk in there Okay. Uh, okay and it happened it's about 16 songs 
So I will say this. Okay. I've listened to collections of The Weeknd's music before, and I hated this one the least. That is kind of a compliment. There are some songs on it I enjoy. That is also kind of a compliment. Which song specifically towards the middle? Okay. Um. Ooh, let me see if I can pick up if I can uh, tell you the names of the ones I like. Ooh, God, can I even remember at this point? Because I listened to it like a few hours ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um. I think out of time. Yeah, I think out of time was one I really liked, and sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, so you were done talking. All right. <laughs> those, <laughs> those, those. There are Spoon other tricks. ones that were kind of pretty, but I don't remember because I only listened to it the one time. Exactly. Um, like I thought. <laughs> but there's something for everyone. You know, there's music for cleaning out your loft apartment. Okay. Music for like uh casting spells before you go to pilates oh, um music hey. to be like rachel lee cook and she's all that there's something for everyone mm. now the the michael jackson portion the thriller portion i'm not again i'm not yeah, I'm not there. I'm not there with you guys. I'm and not. At, I'm not be. at that station. I never will be. Um, I think that uh, as I've I've said before, uh, in in relation to this comparison, I think that his tone, Abel's tone, um, it reminds a lot of the girls of Michael, and that's mm-hmm. it. And yeah, that's that's correct. about it. And once he gets a guitar, once he gets a nice like a little a little bass, a little funky moment mm-hmm. in there, honey, it's like wow. off the wall all over again. Like you girls are just mm-hmm. entranced. Yeah. And he's got like Quincy Jones is on an interlude on this album talking about his childhood or whatever and mm how his mama got put in a straight jacket. I don't remember. He was going on some rant that I was like, does he know he's in a studio? Or oh, was he <laughs> talking about Brazilian music again? <laughs> like, I don't know what the... It was like... <laughs> he's got all of the makings of like, doesn't this remind you of someone? Uh, and he also does that like that... I don't. Is it a vibrato where he's like... That Michael kind of does? Where it's like... I want to hear um, it. I want to hear it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's you trying to impersonate the sound of like waves in a person's voice. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Though. It's so bad, but we know what you mean. So yeah, yeah, we I hate it. We understand that that's what you're trying to say. We do. So, I think I understand why you guys feel this way. I simply disagree. <laughs> I do. Why would you? Why do you disagree? Because it doesn't sound like anything... It doesn't remind me of anything Michael Jackson-esque besides the fact that his the tone of his voice okay. is kind of similar to the tone of Michael Jackson's gotcha. voice. And the way that he sings sort of is like Michael Jackson, like mm-hmm. thriller. When you say to me that this is some thriller shit right. and I was, 
Timberland is a musician. He plays multiple mu- instruments. Mm-hmm. He produces music. He's done so since I was a little kid. Right. So I'm sure that when he listens to music, he listens with a completely different set of ears. Right? And Probably. so fine. But when I think thriller, mm-hmm. I think no skips. I think a like completely different exactly. vibe. I feel you. Of of music, a different like intent. A different mm-hmm. sort of like soul than this. I right. think that this is definitely like a fully realized, intentional, uh, like I said, conceptual, solid body of music. I think if you like The Weeknd, mm-hmm. you're probably going to love this. And there are songs on it that I like. Right. It is like, I think he's making music that I enjoy more now in this part of his career than mm-hmm. earlier. Right. Um, But again, I just, as far as the Michael Jackson, I just don't hear it it doesn't bother me as much as it did initially right because <laughs> he used to annoy the fuck out of me but like <laughs> michael jackson girl i think he's like he's i get that he sounds a little bit like him to people right. but his music like the whole thing that he's doing, like, stop doing plus this. right and i'm not even talking about what we're getting when we when he's on stage mm-hmm. yeah you're not even talking about that but then again, I guess the girls are just talking about the music in this conversation. I so mean, but start. even if you're talking about the music, I have not heard The Weeknd's new album, so forgive me. But it's I really just, I mean, I'm sure it's not. But I'm also equally sure that the first track was not on Wanna Be Starting Something kind of range. I also know mm. that, like, The Weeknd can be good, he can be talented. You know, he can provide the cocaine music that all the girls enjoy. He can take the white girls skiing every weekend. And Mm -hmm. yet, when it comes to the actual musicality of it, perhaps just because I'm an old bitch, I'm like a real millennial. But like, I I simply refuse to believe that The weekend is on Michael Jackson's level as far as overall (laughs) musical output. Like a body of music? Right, exactly. Exactly. Like thriller specifically like, girl, too. Thriller and off the wall by themselves. Like you could stop right there and there would be nothing else to talk about. I don't know. Bro. There would be nothing the else to talk excited. about. They do. The young <laughs> like, people you get like, very like excited, this. right? And they get excited about But at the young people. But they do this because Michael Jackson died when they were like seven. So they don't really get it. Or even earlier than that, but like I'm talking about grown people oh, saying well, this. Oh, I understand, so you mean like people, like, yes, people past. 25. I understand the people who are like <laughs> 17, 24, yeah. who are like, no, he is the Michael Jackson of our generation. No, like, okay. okay, whatever. Yeah, because sure. you don't know no better. Yeah, whatever. Right, but like people that are my age and older who are saying it, I'm just I get a little bit. No, it more doesn't confused. make sense. It doesn't make. No, I'm gonna attribute that to cocaine. Because again, like I think if you fault. listen to this album, yeah. you I think you will find songs on this album that you will like. I think so because too. The, it does have records on here that fit the mold and the vibe mm-hmm. of what we grew up on. Yeah, and uh. The intent is there. The direction is definitely there, but it feels like less forced or contrived as, let's say, a Bruno Mars or a. No, don't do that because I love Bruno. <laughs> 22 Temptations. <laughs> Speaking of which, I was wondering the other day, how do the aunties feel about that uh, that other song? The, this bitch 
Got me paying the rent, driving yeah. a house and calling the house. So, uh, most of the aunties did not appreciate being called bitch. They yeah. they still don't like that. that yeah. yeah, it was it's very the, it was very aggressively yeah, done too. It was the younger girls who preferred that. The aunties were like, mm, "I don't mm. need bitch in my R and B. That's you know that's for <laughs> rap." R&B is for baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. You know, they're trying to hear that bullshit. You know, they're, t- they're trying to be disrespected. They're trying to be I mean, respected. if you're going to make their music. Right. And, like, these women have been <laughs> holding down the household thoughts. and the family for decades. Right. So they're not trying to hear that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they're not trying to hear that bullshit. You know, they're not no bitches. they Let's fucking breadwinners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so leave them out of that bullshit. But I think overall, when um, Sexual Chocolate or whatever they're called, when they go on tour, I think they will still sell out. You know, once COVID is a little bit safe because Auntie's not trying to do too much. But I think they'll be just just fine in the end. And as far as The weekend is concerned, I did not listen to that album, like I said. But. Again, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure there are songs I would like, but I'm a grown ass woman born in 1982. And so I remember Michael Jackson. And so I won't ever be fully on board like some of these other girls will. And that's fine. Check out Out of Time. I think that's the one that I liked. Out of Time? I, okay. I'm, yeah, I'll I might listen to that. that one again. Okay. Um, I want to find somebody on Twitter gave me a name for that group that really knocked my socks off. Silk Sonic, that's what it's called. <laughs> so, the the sa- the Sailor Goon. Oh, not on Sailor December twenty sixth. <laughs> Thank you for this tweet. A Sailor Goon. <laughs> Mama called them Silk Press and, and the Sonic. That's right, Silk. Press and the Sonic, she knew. I was like, that's beautiful. That is perfect. It I'm is. never gonna call them anything else. Um, Correct. all right. So what else do we have here? Oh yeah, what else oh, is going on? The weekend also fueled uh the fem- the rumors of him dating Angelina Jolie on one of the songs where he talks about dating a movie star. But up up but bum. Okay, next. So okay. Chris Brown. Apparently has no. You were doing so well. You were doing so. Oh, Link, well. you're such a good baby, Link. All right, let's see how long. All right, I'm gonna put you down. It let's won't see. be too long. It now, will hey, not. It will not hey, be too long. Look over, here. <laughs> look over here. Remember what I said. She don't give a fuck, boy. <laughs> what I said. As soon as she is loose, she's gonna be like, "Fuck you and your rules." <laughs> Now, <laughs> apparently Christopher uh, Brown has welcomed his third child into the planet. Um, wow. I think we talked, I think we talked last year about a rumor that uh, he had knocked up a new pretty model girl that looks like his last two to three Oh, yes, we did. We did. We did. Uh, she goes by the name of Diamond. Mm-hmm. Diamond. Oh, and wow. uh, <laughs> she just had a baby girl, she six did. pounds and nine ounces. Mm-hmm. 
And the baby's name is lovely Symphony Brown. She was born on the seventh. Oh, just born. Oh, just, just born. Like literally three, four days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, 7th January and her mommy posted a photo of like a little cardboard cutout, whatever this shit is. They <laughs> give you when they put like the baby information on Right. <laughs> whatever that shit is they give you or you order off of Etsy. Because <laughs> literally every mama I know does these things. Because so I see them judging. all the time, they but I don't do know it. I don't know what it is specifically or how it works. Like you you order this yourself. Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. You go you get the they thing order and then this. you fill it up. You put it when yeah, yeah. okay. I'm and so then they stupid. do different ones for the baby's birthday where they right. can erase it and re or like first day of school or whatever. But yes, lovely you know what Symphony I love? Brown is here. You know what I think is cute? Okay. The um the like mat. Oh the, yes, like, that you lay them on. Yeah. You lay them on and it has like the little like milestones mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Little months or whatever. With their like, little pictures. favorite stuffed animal or whatever next to it. So you uh, see how big they get cute. next to like their little raccoon or whatever. It is. <laughs> you know whatever your child and you know if you're not the type to put a a heart over your baby's face as obviously diamond was gonna do because y'all wasn't gonna play her but girl (laughs) sweetie (laughs) i in this moment in my skin realized the baby's in the picture i thought this was a stuffed animal I didn't realize, like, I honestly don't, like, No, this wow. is the child. I didn't really, for some reason, I guess, because, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I cannot because with I, you. Because <laughs> her face was covered up. You thought she was, like, My a eyes didn't register the emoji for some reason. <laughs> they didn't. And I knew that, like, because wow. Diamond's mom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Her mom, D- Diamond, the mom's mom, correct, <laughs> posted uh, something saying that uh, the mom and her and her father didn't want to show the baby's face mm-hmm, due sense. to privacy concerns. And then there was another photo of the baby with uh, a different heart emoji over it, but this was bright right, pink. So I was right, like, oh. Right. But for some reason, I was like, oh. And the little thing comes with like a cute stuffed animal. Yeah, bitch. It wasn't until you just said this that I was like, "Oh, that's literally the fucking baby." <laughs> okay, and she I put thought an you knew that. The I baby. really thought you knew God that. God <laughs> damn, I'm stupid. Okay. Okay. No, you're not. But um, it honestly, when I think about it, especially if this baby is Chris's, it makes sense. Or even if she just wants to capitalize <laughs> off the rumors and the drama around it. I think she has the same last name. She does. I mean, her name. I mean, Diamond Brown. I don't know if that's her legal name, but but if so, then yeah, it's all the same names. But you know, people have linked the the two of them. Right. (laughs) People people have linked them together. So we're just gonna see what happens. But yeah, people also pointed out that Chris's nonprofit. Don't do uh, this. <laughs> no, he literally apparently has a nonprofit that's called Symphonic Love. Leave me alone. 
No, he does. And the baby name is Lovely Symphony. So Symphonic Love. Symphonic Love supports and creates arts programs for youth while encouraging everyday public service respectness and kindness. And it was founded by Christopher Brown way back in like 2010, 11, 12 sometime. Okay. I mean... So that's another thing that people are like, oh, it's his baby. It's like, girl, either way... Well, what are we supposed to do about uh, it? Right. Weren't they linked together <laughs> like, like, way before this? Like, well, like, weren't we talking about this last year that this girl might be pregnant by him? No, we we talked about her, yeah. Yeah. Getting ready to have a baby. That that's was why I'm like, apparently his. Right. Yeah. That's so we I'm know like, that girl, this is... who cares? But it's like... Exactly. The speculation, like, the deep dive into, like, oh, and, and, and the organization is called this. And mm. it is also, like, yeah. First of all, is it a long shot that Chris Brown is out here having babies? Nope. No. No. <laughs> so ain't. we don't even have to like do all of this fucking. We don't have to play Clue. Like right. yeah, sure, whatever. Like we all know what this is. Exactly. He also doesn't seem like a shit father, so I'm not really worried about it. You yeah. know, God bless her. But um, yeah. yeah. I mean, God bless it. You know, whatever. I uh, I know that um. Chris apparently has a new single or new album coming out soon. And so just okay. because I'm petty. Yep. Okay. I'm interested in seeing if like he's gonna drag the the Browns or the Moonwalks or what are they are Wait, they called the not Breezies? the Moonwalks. No, they're not the what, Chris's fans? What's the what are they called because the album he's coming out with is called Breezy. But isn't that the uh, name of his fans too? I thought that was just his nickname. Like, you know. Child, I don't I'm Chris Breezy. I think so. that literally there's a day that there's an age where all just happens. It's not like a fade. It's not like a slow transition. Yeah. It's like a light switch. Mm-mm. Well, I, I mean, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. The stands are called Team Breezy, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, Team it, Breezy. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if it was for them, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he went ahead and claimed Little Lovely Symphony on this new album either because that seems like a very Chris thing to do but you know good luck yeah he doesn't seem I'm sure he gets everybody swabbed up and signed up and then he's like yeah um that's that's what it seems like it's giving exactly so I'm (laughs) sure that lovely will be lovely um, but I am interested because he has another baby. <laughs> if he's gonna go back to dragging them, you know, he's had moments before where he's dragged his fans, <laughs> where he's dragged his fans. Correct. After his album comes out, if it doesn't sell the way he wants it to, yep, he does do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so funny. Listen, and the fact that like his first daughter's name is Royalty, and this mm. baby's name is. <laughs> Never mind. I just, I just feel like we'll get an acknowledgement from Chris before we get anything else. But royalty and lovely, it just seems like too much of a coincidence to me. Like these are definitely his kids, and it's just a matter of time before we get the confirmation. I'm great either way. Yeah. Meanwhile, congratulations um, to everybody. Uh, Karuchi is reigniting rumors that she is in a romantic entanglement with uh, one Quavo of oh, the Migos oh, trio. Not Sweetie's ex-boyfriend. Yes, yeah, Sweetie's ex-boyfriend and Victor Cruz's ex-girlfriend. You know, they're 
both single as of last year. Oh, yay. And so, uh, eagle eyes. Well, you don't really need to be eagle eyed, honestly. Niggas were on vacation together in St. Martin for the new oh year. Oh, my God, please. And it was all over the shade room and shit like that. And so the girls were like, oh, Karushi and Quavo together again because, you know, they were d- allegedly mm-hmm. dating back in the 2017. You might remember a Nicki Minaj line where she said, um, somebody go see if Karushi okay, though. Her she try her she think I'm trying to get a cushy to Quavo. Barb's kiss my ass. I did the best I could. Um I mean I don't remember that line either, so Yeah, it's on <laughs> one of those songs. But you know, that's <laughs> so, that's up to Nikki if she really did do that. <laughs> um, and so uh Karuchi may be out here dating Sweetie's ex. Now that she's no longer with Victor Cruz and they're both single. Or maybe they just decided to go on vacation together and have a good time. All I would say, Karuchi, mm-hmm. a wise vegan once said... Oh, Lord, don't do this. That bitch always for a reason. Oh, my so God, I would say just, you know, keep that in mind. <laughs> Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Yes. Yeah. Play Be your careful, part. <laughs> and careful. play your part. Because, you know, vacationing with Quavo just don't seem like a good idea to me personally. <laughs> especially after the shit we saw with him and Saweetie. That elevator video was very disturbing. So I'm just like... <gasps> I forgot about Remember that. that? Wasn't that terrible? That video that of weird. him like... Right, like dragging her and her being like, oh, well, you know, regardless, I left that again. It is what it is. But I never got over how creepy that was. And, you know, I get that for a girl like Karuchi, the the dating pool is probably pretty small. But I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day, every girl deserves a nigga better than that. But, you know, maybe Quavo is not the nigga I thought he was. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's very, that's very possible. I just, you know, I want better for the girls than what I've seen them historically get. <laughs> and that includes <laughs> Sweetie. That includes uh, Karuchi. That includes uh, Summer Walker. That includes pretty much all the girls. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Sierra's prayer. Y'all need Molly's prayer. Y'all need Torian's prayer. Y'all need. Oh my God, we haven't talked about the fucking finale. Oh shit, we haven't because that was like the day after Christmas. Okay, okay. But anyway, you know, best of luck to Karuchi, whatever she decides to do. And niggas, you know, (laughs) niggas are there. On the other side of the dating room, um, are dating rumors. Mm hmm. Um, Carisha was spotted in a new photograph with one puffy, Sean uh, Combs. Mm -hmm. Uh, They apparently also spent the New Year's Eve uh, together in Miami. Of course. uh, And were glammed up on the gram. Of course. And we've discussed them as well and rumors of them dating possibly as well. Um, and nothing new. I mean, we, it was quiet for this little pairing for a while, but here they are again. 
And mm-hmm. um, I will say, as far as these photographs are concerned, <clears throat> Carisha looks fucking. She does. Stunning. She does. Like, bitch. Incredible. The curvature. Yep. The hair, the makeup, the gown, the sh... Yep, all of it. She looks amazing. She She looks so good. Um, As far as... Oh, Puffy looks nice, too. As far as (laughs) this... um, This baby house looks nice. Yeah. As far as um, this coupling goes, I mean... Sure, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, young Miami still a couple of years shy of thirty. Puffy's yep. fifty two. <laughs> fifty two, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fifty two and she's twenty seven, which is why I'm like, ugh, no, gross. I don't even believe that they're doing anything. I I wouldn't be shocked if they've never kissed on the mouth. To be honest with you, I, I mean, feel like they're. I hope a vibe. they just take pictures. Yeah, I hope they. Just I think take that they're a vibe. Together. Like they probably like, and I don't know. They could be smashing, and if they are, that's not against the law. Like good for no, you know, it's go, gross, go but it's for not against it. the law. Correct. Um, but I feel like at best or at most, she is getting like puffy tear gifts and yep. the ability to stunt on pretty much every other nigga she's ever dated or known. Amen. It's Buffy. Right. And then he has someone to, like, you know, help keep him awake mm-hmm. <laughs> in the club or at the after hours. Yep. And get him to finally finish power. <laughs> Somebody and to remind him of... the rest of, like, young shit. Yeah. Somebody that keeps track of his uh, pill pack. He got one of them daily <laughs> pill packs. <laughs> And so every day his assistant is like, all right, Mr. Combs, you got these pills you got to take before noon. And then you got another four you got to take afternoon. So it's time. We got to have you some breakfast, Mr. Combs, so we can get your first round of the meds for the day. I just feel like that's definitely something that he's going through. He's probably used to people who are just like, no, you don't need another shot. You don't need to have any. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, young Miami is like, oh. You know yep. what I mean? Like seventeen mm-hmm. shots deep. As she should. It's like we're gonna keep going, and that's Correct. just sometimes that's the energy that you need and you want after working forever long. I mean, and, you know, taking everybody's money. I just I'm trying to be as gracious as possible because they're both grown. So I'm trying they're to leave fully it at grown that. Adults, right. However, one of them parents. is 27, and other one is 52. So I'm trying to be yeah. as nice as possible while not being like, wow, that's disgusting because you're old enough to be her father. So, like, you doing all of yeah. this, sir, I I just feel like at the bare minimum, you should be buying this girl's dresses. You should be paying for her makeup, her liquor, her weed. Maybe he bought that dress. Right. I'm sure he I did. And I mean, <laughs> so, like, I hope that it's a situation where he pays for these photo shoots or whatever else and she gets whatever she needs. And she's not doing anything she doesn't feel comfortable with. Because otherwise, like, this is a I young girl and you're an old man. Truly believe that they just have fun and go shopping. I hope so. I really hope and, so. Like, Amen. grind to reggae music. Amen. Like, I, I think that they're just a vibe. And I totally respect that. I yeah. Hope. That's what Summer Walker said she would do with her baby daddy if she could do it all over again. And I felt that. I... I I get, she I said, I mean, me too. <laughs> but, yeah. She already got the new nigga tatted 
And, like, and that's too much. That's on her too face. Much. Like, Baby girl. girl. But like I said, I feel like the, the girls today are just like, well, I'll cover it up. I mean, and that's your business, but it's just like, girl, you just had this other baby. So what are we doing? But anyway, best of luck to everybody. Um, So Jason Derulo, let's talk about it because he is sick of your goddamn shit. And what he's not going to do is deal with any of your motherfucking jokes, shade, <laughs> or your fucking peasantry. <laughs> And you won't disrespect him. <laughs> so apparently the doll baby was in Vegas at some hotel. And as he was uh, walking out with security in tow, mm-hmm. uh, he was being heckled by two men off to the side. At one point, one of them yelled, hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch. And that just really got uh, Jason's gears to grinding. <laughs> and he just steamrolled this young man Correct. and got to swinging and swailing. And... <laughs> so hard that his mask came off at some point child um and then he went over there and started mink minking on the the boy's friend (laughs) it was just like (laughs) not mink minking a lot and so um you know from what i gather and from what i've read apparently on the way into this place Jason uh, had some not-so-nice words with this group. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these men got slapped, and that is what uh, led to the incident that we caught on camera. Correct. Um, now, until I hear Jason, and, and I will say this proudly, I am not a Jason Derulo fan. I think he's a giant cornball. <laughs> like, I've never really, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to hear his side of the story because Correct. y'all motherfuckers be trying to, like, you see somebody that you recognize from, you know, social media or from the internet or whatever, and y'all like to play games and agitate them, mm-hmm. and, and you feel like you have the upper hand because you can always take it to TMZ or take it to court or whatever, whatever. Yep. And you feel like some people are not going to do whatever. And yes, ideally, the thing to do would be to walk away from the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Listen, everybody is in a pobrecita right now. All of us are living through it. Nobody, every no, you don't know when somebody's not in the mood. <laughs> so, bitch, <laughs> Jason said, "Don't think just because I'm on TikTok making cinnamon toast crunch empanadas that I will not tick <laughs> your talk, bitch." Okay, I may have a haircut, the haircut of a toddler from the barbershop hairstyle guy, but I will piece your ass up in here tonight, bitch. Amen. If you keep playing with me, amen. So, and that is what happened. And honestly, I felt the same way. I was like, you know, considering how many jokes niggas make about Jason Derulo, many the fact that it took till now for him to be somebody's ass, let me know that y'all was egregious. <laughs> y'all was egregious. Y'all crossed the goddamn line because Jason Derulo has put up with a lot. Okay, that nigga wore a Bugs Man. Bunny bedazzled fucking hoodie and didn't be nobody's ass. I mean, deserve shade. Yeah, so, you were correct. right, exactly. Yeah. So for him mm. to wait this long and finally yeah. do it lets me know that y'all did too much. Tired. 
Right. And he simply got fed up. I'm not saying it's right, but I am saying I understand. Because, again, that nigga waited a while to finally start beating y'all's asses. So This is true. And I know how y'all are with people that you feel like you know via the internet or whatever. I know how overly familiar y'all get. Over. Right. And, you know, probably (laughs) calling him Usher that day just pushed that nigga (laughs) over the edge. Like, how dare you? That nigga don't have fake Usher bucks raining down at his fucking show in Vegas. Like, how dare you? I'm sorry, though. Hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Sick me. Like, (laughs) and I'm not on your side. I'm not on your side. I'm not on your side. Like, you had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) But you called it sickening. See? As an insult. As an insult. No, sickening's not an insult. (laughs) Because that's funny. That's funny. What an N word. Think about it. I am. Think about it. I'm thinking about it. (laughs) So, for you to be like. If this was like a comedy written by Mm. fucking Kevin Hart and Timmy Haddish or whatever, and they said that, you would probably laugh at that line, but you would still celebrate the person getting beat up. Okay. Because it's funny. Right. But that person's still an asshole, and who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. You get it? Like, am I. No. Okay. Thank you, Medea. I because couldn't. God, that shit was like, hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, you know that. And then TMZ, dumbass, they're so late, bitch. Talk about some <laughs> Jason Zerillo attacks two men over um, being mistaken for Usher or whatever they said and right. then changed it to allegedly. Girls, you know, they did. They knew that nigga was not Usher. They, they knew that nigga they was not it. Usher. They, they don't That's even why look he came like, across they there. Don't even look alike. <laughs> exactly. Y'all played too much. Bitch. <laughs> 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 Niggas did what they oh. did, but you know, in that the man end, was tired that day. Yeah, he had too much of y'all shit, and honestly, I'm not mad at that. I do get that. I feel for the brother, but I get it. Being fed up with niggas talking to you crazy. I fully understand. has a breaking point. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So you part of the fucking problem. You part of the fucking problem. (laughs) Wow. I love doing this with you. Okay, so last so but not least, no, you're in so much trouble. Jason is going to kick my ass he is. Next, if I ever that see him in the street. Fault. I won't be able to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say something, Jason. We can go for yeah. it because I'm not one. He's going to be girls. like, I literally don't care about that Carrie Hilson song. I'm going to whoop your ass <laughs> regardless. The niggas that he um, pieced up apparently are not pressing charges as of right now, which also lets me know, know that y'all tried. Yeah, it, y'all tried I'd it. Like... Y'all tried it. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Oh, man. What's next? Not the day. My Last bad. but not least. Okay. Tristan, third trimester <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Living legend. Consummate icon. <laughs> what a wreck. Final boss <laughs> with the most predictable move set imaginable. Oh, God. So, how bad has this been? Wow. 
I think that we also maybe touched briefly on Tristan tri- third trimester and his mm-hmm. latest uh, baby mama affair. Correct. Uh, and how he allegedly, well, not so allegedly anymore because he confirmed it, but how he and this uh, fitness model woman, mm-hmm. Marley Nichols, yep, were getting busy um, for a couple of months. And this led to a baby that he was uh, of denying. Course. Of course. Passionately at first. Fast forward to the today of things where Tristan has given us an IGPR. It's an Instagram <laughs> press release. Thank you. Um, and it says here on his story. <laughs> Mosqueda. Today, paternity test results reveal that I've fathered a child with Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. Mm. I, since, I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout the, this ordeal, Girl. both publicly and privately. Page two. Girl. Chloe. Does Chloe put a an accent in the... E in her name? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be whatever? Uh, Chloe. Chloe, right? <laughs> Isn't that how that works? I mean, probably, but I don't. Uh, the white people don't. You know, know what? what he doing. probably doesn't even know how to. Start white people don't know what they're doing. Literally, white no people idea. do not know what they're doing. They they do whatever the fuck they want. To. He probably has to remind her himself. It's not spelled with a fucking C. <laughs> Chloe, you don't deserve this, he continued. I disagree. <laughs> you don't deserve this. <laughs> you don't deserve this heartache and humiliation I have caused you. Mm. Again, I'm going to disagree. Yep. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. Lord, help me. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Your continued actions over and over. Right. <laughs> the ones you've kept doing. <laughs> Your annual action. I have Regular. the utmost respect and love for you. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> Leave me out of it. Leave me Regardless out of, of it. of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Oh, wow. Page three. Please tell OJ not to call my house. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't. So, um... <laughs> it does not say that. <laughs> I just brought this up to say... To Tristan, wow, man. Whatever you're Correct. doing, keep at it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm standing, to be honest with you. You love the way he's embarrassing that Kardashian girl? <laughs> because, you know, the, the recipe is usually to chew him up and spit him out. Yeah, that's true. Ask the other one over there buying houses across the street from his motherfucking ex having a full-on meltdown. That nigga's weird. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. But He's weird. This one's out here like, let me tell you something about the niggadom ingrained in my bloodstream. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I'm an omega-level nigga. <laughs> There's no defeating me, honey. Yeah. You're going to need all the Infinity Stones yeah. to snap away this nigganess. And he made it clear a long time ago that he was never going to be faithful to this girl. He made it clear, 
even before the Jordan Woods thing, before black people had to get yeah. involved because we really didn't care until mm-hmm. you tried to drag Jordan and call her a homework or whatever else. And Jada had to put her on Red Table Talk. Like, literally, niggas <laughs> did not care before then. But, <laughs> like, was sick, man. you were so mad and so pressed behind this nigga, even though you like seven or eight years older than him. You were so obsessed. You had just came out of your or maybe you had just gotten over your marriage to a nigga who was literally addicted to crack cocaine like Chloe Kardashian brought all her bullshit right who again and again the fact that this clip this old clip of Chloe calling herself like a nigger lover or being like oh people called me a nigger lover and what does it matter I only love black cock I only love black cock like first of all the fact that you call it cock it tells me everything I need to know, but I was. <laughs> and you reduce, but you know what? Niggas know that about these bitches. They do, city. and they love it, anyway. right? And they yeah. love it, and they still yeah. procreate with these hoes and whatever else because they're white women, and don't let them be rich white women on top of that because that's even more capital. That's like more financial capital on top of the social capital. So niggas really don't give a fuck. However, I was never going to feel any empathy for this bitch, especially when she tried to throw a young black girl under the bus for her nigga being a hoe. And so the fact that he went ahead and had another baby on this bitch, honestly, I laughed because I did not know she was still with him. Because why would you still be with a nigga who has disrespected you this many times? And I thought, oh, girl, it's because she took this nigga or she was fucking with this nigga while he was in a relationship with somebody else. And so this is all she knows. Like, she literally did this <laughs> with this nigga when he was, like, fucking with Trina or somebody else. And he had been fucking, I don't even know, he had been fucking with um Taraji, I think, before he got with Chloe at all. And all of y'all, all the Kardashian hoes have uh-huh. fucked some nigga who was in a relationship with somebody else or just had a baby with somebody else. And now all of them are mad. Right. And now all of them are mad that you dare do the same thing to them that they have done to somebody else. Like, girl, fuck you, your whole goddamn family and the whole situation. I'm literally just here to laugh. Mm -hmm. Not at your baby because she don't deserve it. She's just some poor mixed child out here floating around in the world. But she has a white mother. So sorry to her. And then she has Tristan Thompson as a daddy. So like triple sorry to that little girl. But to you, no, your grown ass can take every last bit of the criticism, the shame and everything else. Take it and learn from it and do something different with your fucking life. Maybe let that nigga go instead of continuing to blame a young black girl for your man deciding to cheat on your big grown ass in the first place. Maybe do that. I just don't understand why my I don't understand can no I'm just gonna skip over to Tristan. (laughs) What is this apology for? for, Nigga, you don't give a goddamn about none of this. What are you, nigga? Not at all. What are you you doing? He don't give a fuck about cheating on that girl, and we all know it. It's like. Sir, are you doing this for her? Is your soul in a vial somewhere? Yeah. He's doing this for her so she won't revoke his payments. Yep. Every time he embarrasses her, I feel like an angel passes a blunt. Yep. It makes me happy. Yep. So, literally, she's on this side, America. And True can have four, five, six half siblings, and I won't give one hot nut. Bother me none. Because it's what you deserve. 
And that's That's simply that I only love black cock. Maybe ask yourself why that is true. And don't come and talk to me until you figured it out. Fuck you, girl. And your whole goddamn family. Oh, I can't stand that bitch. So (laughs) you got what you deserve. That's it for the hot tops this week. Amen. Um, we are gonna go ahead and take a break and we will come back to you with your letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you it's your girl Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a curious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We are back, folks, and it is time to read your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Um, we got so many good ones over the break that I'm just going to dive right in with one from Coco who says, Hey, y'all, here's my problem. My sister do not cook as good as she thinks she do. And nobody <laughs> wants to tell her. <laughs> Coco says, Hey, y'all. <clears throat> My sister has always had a natural talent in the kitchen. When our mama was working long hours, it was my sister who made sure that dinner got on the table. I was doing my homework while this bitch was cooking and she loved it. She had a gift. And over the years, she has been consistently praised for her culinary abilities. And for a long time, this praise was justified. Everything this bait bit... (laughs) 
Everything that this bitch made, quite frankly, slapped. And she never missed. She has such a natural talent, and I'm sure that over time she has come to take her skills for granted. Unfortunately, the quality of my sister's meals has been slowly deteriorating over the past few years. These days, her food is too salty, it's overcooked, it's soggy, and to be honest, it's boring. She insisted on doing the entire Thanksgiving menu by herself, and even though I offered to help, she declined and said she had it. Well, y'all, I'm here to tell you that she did not have it. (laughs) The meat was flavorless, the stuffing was mushy, the greens and the macaroni was just blah. She isn't cooking with love or attention, and it shows. What she put on the table was just a little bit past basic. Very little of it was good and none of it was great. This has been playing out over and over with each family gathering, but I don't know how to handle it. My sister routinely tries to bogart the holiday menus and so much of her identity and self-validation are wrapped up in what she does in the kitchen. Telling her that she isn't throwing down anymore will only make her angry and or hurt. Plus, I'm afraid that saying something will leave us with a cook who is very angry and still insists on making everything by herself for a family that don't want it. She has never been good at hearing or taking valid criticism. My sister and I have had a rough relationship over the years. There's been jealousy, rivalries, and all kinds of issues between us since we were kids. For the first time ever, we are finally getting along And I don't want to fuck that up for everybody's sake. Her is mine and the whole family's. But at the same time, I feel like I'm fighting for my God-given Negro right to have great macaroni and cheese. That should not be a privilege. Please help me. Let me know what to do. And Happy New Year. Thanks. And big love, Coco. This is a hard one. (laughs) This is a, I mean, you're over there vaping, but this is a hard one. (laughs) This is a hard one. You're vaping, but this is a hard one. (laughs) Why do you have to tell on me every time? Because you tell on me every time. Are you kidding? Oh, it's okay. You do. Yeah, correct. Well, (laughs) so, um, Yeah, that's I right. Was, <laughs> that's right. This is so great. It is. Man. I just understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad food when you don't want to say so. Man. There's such an emotional connection. <laughs> yeah. Correct. To our mac and cheese especially. Because everybody don't it's eat mac and cheese the way soul black food Americans for no do, reason. right? <laughs> it's not the same everywhere. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and even food that's not "quote unquote" soul food, like correct people, it means a lot. We're not trying to hear whether that. you were receiving it <laughs> that's or right. cooking it. Correct. Now I have a couple of things that I felt like I hooked onto in this. Amen. A letter. Great. One. Now, I feel like I it was said by Coco that this the this sister was cooking just fine at one point mm-hmm. and at some point the quality has deteriorated. That's right. And so I would wonder what is going on 
in your life, in your way of thinking, mm-hmm. uh, in your relationship, whatever. What is it that's making things go uh, downward? Um, are you just not feeling it anymore? Are you tired? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you overworked? And so it's just, you know, because she said something about she's not putting like the love and care she used to into it and it shows. Right. And it's like, okay, well then why is that? Maybe there is something that we can address from a more like, um, like human and empathetic yeah. or sympathetic way. Look at you being a therapist. could like, <laughs> And it's just natural. I'm not even trying. Correct. It's just who you are. <laughs> and like, maybe like the ripple effect of that would be that you mm-hmm. can have better macaroni Correct. and cheese. So that's one thing I thought. That's the first thing I thought of. But the other thing that stuck out to me is like, girl, why you got to cook every goddamn thing? Right. <laughs> like, girl, that's like, whether you can cook or not, mm-hmm. the bitch, like, you don't need to cook everything for the gatherings. Like, right. no. No, I don't like it. I don't like when anybody does that. Anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to do that, first of all, I feel like that's for like matriarchs and patriarchs. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's for like that. You know, the great aunties, the grandmas, and the granddaddies, and all that. It's absolutely, for like the elder generation. Yep. And I was gonna ask if there was somebody in the equation here who could break <laughs> this down to that. <laughs> <laughs> but. Either way, I don't understand why, aside from, like, I don't like the food, right. <laughs> which is, like, I'm trying to figure out ways to avoid that altogether, because there's no way to not hurt somebody's feelings, I feel like, when mm-hmm. you see that. I don't, I don't, this is just something you don't want to tell someone, unless you're fucking Gordon Ramsay exactly. or something, <laughs> Master Chef. Yeah. But, um... I do think that aside from the quality of the food, it's just not necessary for you to cook everything. And again, mm-hmm. if you are overworked or tired or just not putting, you don't have the love, care, energy to put into cooking that way anyway, then why wouldn't you want other people to take some of that off of your plate? Right. So maybe it's about the way that you approach uh, conversing with her about this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely at I would definitely try my best to avoid saying the food is not good. <laughs> like, and you probably I, should. I would, you probably should. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that is perfect for a mama, a mima, an yep. auntie, an uncle, mm-hmm. or somebody of a different rank in the family. Correct. Who can spit it exactly <laughs> how it is. They can say it and it's fine. Right. But you saying, like you said, you, you and your sister didn't have a good relationship and now things are good mm-hmm. and you want to spoil it. I would be very, yep. I try to be sensitive about it. But I get it, bitch, but you all green. That food is not busting and it could be if he was right. being stubborn. Sometimes you don't want to be patient. Right. <laughs> like, Especially now you know. with the Mac. you like, I could have been in my best friend's house. <laughs> of all the, listen, girl talk about it don't play with me with that mac and cheese bitch like i literally why are you doing somewhere this? Else. <laughs> i will go like there are i don't have to do this yeah i don't have to be here mm-hmm. i agree um coco with most of what kid fury said i think this is such a precarious situation that you want to proceed carefully and um what you're saying like your complaints are valid 
And also your sister really might be really wrapped up in like, oh, I'm the bitch who cooks. And that's my role as the family. You know, she might be Louisa in the family. Uh, what was that? Madrigal. Madrigal. Right. She might be yeah. Louisa Madrigal and feel like she has to be perfect oh, at all she times. Was so she was. She was. I was kind of in love with Louisa, but Louisa, at the same time, she could not let nobody down. And so maybe your sister feels this way. What like she has thing. to, like she has to be the best and she has to be the greatest no matter what. And so what I would do is, Honestly, if I were you, I wouldn't want to hurt my sister's feelings, especially if we finally got on a good place. So I would just start bringing my own mac and cheese and let her see how many people eat mine versus hers. (laughs) I just would. Next big family dinner. No, because next. (laughs) Next big family dinner is probably going to be Easter in April. And I would make my own Mac. I would let her make hers and she'd be arguing with you about it. So you just want to bust shots at the next fit. That's what you're that's like, your point. I mean, I just feel like that's easier than being like, bitch, your Mac and your ham do not be hidden the way it used to. <laughs> I feel like it's easier for her to see the evidence herself right in front of her. How face. do you bring that in? What are you just like? I bring it in oh, anyway. You know, like just, I'm not even gonna talk to extra, you about it. Yep. I'm just literally for when yours runs yep. out. When I show up on East, I'm going to be like, oh, I brought some Mac just in case. And we'll see whose is gone and whose is not. Oh, God. I'm just saying, I have one Annie, a great Annie, my grandma's sister, who famously could not cook. And so throughout the year, everybody who could cook got assigned a real holiday. And do you know what my Aunt Lulu's holiday was? New Year's Day. Because nobody gave a fuck. Somebody else could bring the black eyed peas and the rest of us just go into Aunt Lulu's house and it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and it do not matter if the food is good. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's not Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter, so niggas don't <laughs> care. But it's you know, that's the thing. Correct. <laughs> that's why it's so funny because yeah, like, that's right. Because ain't Lulu got New Year's. <laughs> there's the, there's <laughs> that's right. There are certain holidays where there's a there is a food expectation. Correct. You know, like you have you already know. That's right. When it comes to Thanksgiving, <laughs> that's right. When it comes to Christmas, yeah. When it comes to Easter, correct. We are eating that's right we are eating we're eating okay and so like new year's is just like let's those all those are not we're we not all playing just going on to those, those days right right but it's like something like a new year's day because you know what's gonna be good and lulu's house on new year's day everybody else's food mm-hmm. and, and lulu knew she couldn't cook it was a good house to come over, smoke weed in the yard, whatever else. Yeah, like, that's beautiful. I miss my Aunt Lulu dearly, but she was not the cook in the family. My grandma, Mima, and my Aunt Emma, they was the cooks. All my aunties, my mama, even my uncles be barbecuing the fuck out of everything. Even my vegetarian yeah. uncle be like, <laughs> I got some hazelnuts and you niggas better love it. But like... <laughs> Aunt Lulu was never a cook, and so she got New Year's. 
And we, we, we went over to Aunt Lulu's for New Year's and you better have some liquor because you already know what's up. Yeah. So I would just say bring <laughs> something anyway and let your sister see the difference in how it gets eaten up. And if that helps, then great. You won't have to say it. But ultimately, if it doesn't, I know you don't want to say anything because you don't want to hurt your sister's feelings. But like, y'all niggas want some decent Mac. Y'all want some decent meat. Y'all want some decent dressing, some decent greens. Like, all of that is very real. So if I were you and me and my sister just got in good place, I would say something. Yeah, she said the dressing was mushy, the greens was blah, the mac was blah, the meat didn't have no flavor, which means you ain't putting no salt on that bitch. It means you ain't putting no salt on that bitch and you just didn't give a fuck. And so I would talk to my sister. If I didn't want to embarrass her, which I get the feeling you don't want to do, I would talk to her privately about it first and be like, sis, I just need to let you know, like, I know you had a very natural talent when we were younger, but you know, things are not the same anymore and it just is what it is. I'm going to bring my own Mac. I'm going to bring a honey baked ham if if things continue the way they are because your sister has value beyond her ability to cook. Again, just like Louisa in the family Madrigal, you have ability beyond what was assigned to you. And you don't have I to. I love just, that you made it an Encanto uh, comparison. I mean, her name I've watched, I've watched Encanto, right? Oh my God, you're right. Her name was Coco, but I've watched yeah. Encanto four times, so it's very heavy on my brain right now. I really liked it. I loved it. Um, I felt like I was an equal mix between Louisa and Maribel, but um, yeah, I would say something to her, and then also be like, however, we as niggas are gonna eat, and so if you don't want to change things, <laughs> I will be bringing my own. So that we as niggas can eat. But you're my sister and I love you. So I just want to let you know that we've noticed that something has changed. Maybe she's busier with work. Maybe she has more kids. Like it could be a million different things going on. But I would say something to her because I love her. She's my sister and I don't want to piss her off. At the same time, I'm going to eat because bitch is Thanksgiving. And that's the whole goddamn point. The whole point of Thanksgiving for black Americans is to eat. Okay, that is the whole purpose. We do not give one fuck about the holiday outside of eating. We do not. White or blue, (laughs) goddamn. We do not. We do not. Supper. We don't give a fuck about. So don't come up in here. Exactly. With your motherfucking exactly, bullshit. Exactly, exactly. And that's just that. Yeah. And that's why I feel like you could honestly just be like, start from the fact that, girl, why are you cooking everything? Who even does that? And let somebody Who else Who even help does you. that? Right. Let somebody, let somebody help else you. help you. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I know, like, in our family, like, we have... We have members of the family that cook like a like a lot of the food or maybe most of the food, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but don't nobody cook everything. Do you right. know how many people in my family bring food exactly. to the fucking house? Not everything. And everyone usually brings their best. Exactly. Like X, Y, and Z cooks this the best. They're gonna bring mm-hmm. this. Da 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 da. So I don't understand. I feel like it could start from let's do something where you're not the only one bringing something late 
you know, take some some of the pressure off you, some of the work off of you. Amen. And then she will have no choice but to see the difference in reaction to food when somebody else breaks a macaroni and cheese for once. But right. either way, it's either that or you just bum rushing the fucking shit <laughs> on some <laughs> Thinking you mean oh, well, here's my own shit. Right. Either way, we're in for a good time. <laughs> and hopefully better food. But no, nah, don't be fucking up people. Like, you know how many things we have to look forward to? Not many. Not many, bitch. Like four grand total. So please leave us alone and let us have this. Let Amen. us have that. Right. A plate? Please. My please. goodness. Don't do that. Yes. Um, Best of luck to you, sister. Let us know how it goes. Our next letter comes from someone who said, call me sissy. She's not like, no, Houston, she, no, or no, like no, sissy. Derogative. Like she's a girl, like sister. Like okay. I'm your sissy. Like I, I know you was going to ask. Right. That's why, <laughs> that's why I told you, but yeah. sissy says I'm 28. My brother is 32 and we've always been close until the last few months. He and his fiance got engaged in September after being together for 10 years and my brother has decided that none of our family or her family is invited to their destination wedding in May. The, cool. the wedding. <laughs> Sorry, let me... So you didn't even hear all of it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll, I'll get to that. Only their friends are invited to their wedding. And I, wow. <laughs> and I only found out because my mother told me a month ago, but the rest of my family still doesn't know. Even though I talk to my brother every week, he has never said anything to me about it. I was extremely pissed when my mother told me, and I decided to remove him and his fiance from my wedding. Oh, well, they know now. I sent them both a letter telling them exactly how I felt. And that oh, they man. couldn't be in my wedding anymore. And now my family is mad at me mm, because man. they think I made the, the situation worse. However, I don't well, give a probably. shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit because I didn't cause the issue to begin with. My well, question is, am I in the wrong for removing them from my wedding? And is it my job to fix the relationship with my brother? I don't even want to argue with him because honestly, I feel like I'm too old to be doing that shit. And I don't need no charges. LOL. Oh. That's what you're I said. You're too old to be doing that shit, but you're not too old to remove for the wedding. You just said it was a strongly worded letter about why you're pissed. Thanks! Sissy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> girl. That's what so she said. I'm so glad like, you girl. got there because that's what she said. I'm like, what? <laughs> um. <laughs> that to me was <laughs> first of all <laughs> I'm gonna just say that I don't give a fuck who you are <laughs> if you disinvite me from a destination wedding <laughs> thank you you're gonna be thank so happy you. you don't have to find your passport <laughs> bitch, and pack all this you. shit up <laughs> you couldn't do me a greater fucking favor <laughs> Bitch, I want to go. Now I'm going to make sure so to invite great. you to my destination wedding. I'm going to make sure that you're like... <laughs> okay. I'm going to make sure you're like the efficient who marries us so that you go. Even though you hate it, I'm going to make sure. 
who the fuck wants to fly to buck fuck backwards wherever that's right like ugh ugh you've been with this person for 10 years and now you want to get away god damn (laughs) so anyway I don't think that you're (laughs) I don't think that you're wrong for removing your brother from your wedding like (laughs) I don't because if you if he didn't want to have you in his wedding. It was for a reason. And you don't want to have him in your wedding for a reason. Amen. I don't think there's anything, any reason. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think what was silly was you going about it like being, you can't go to my wedding anymore. Because... <laughs> like writing him a letter and unfollowing them or whatever. What like, <laughs> like I wouldn't have done all that. But if I found out that I wasn't inviting you're like I'm your sibling right. and I can't come to your wedding and you need, you're not even telling me we talk all the time mm-hmm. you're not telling me anything I'm finding out because of our mom right and so I can't come to the wedding but your friends can right that I imagine like because of how you feel or your reaction to it it sounds like your feelings are hurt because you have a closer relationship than you'd expect yeah of that but you know so i for that reason i don't think it's wrong of you to say well you know what i don't want you to come to my wedding either because it's your fucking wedding (laughs) and the same way Mm -hmm. that he absolutely has the right to have whoever the fuck he wants to come to his wedding you do too um but the <laughs> like whoever your mom or whoever said that you made it worse, like they, <laughs> they were probably right. To, but, yeah. And while I like, I get the under <laughs> like, I get the like desire to have him know like you're upset, but simply disinviting him from the wedding is I think enough to be like oh well yep. she probably feels the way him and his you know? fiance <laughs> the both of them both of y'all <laughs> um so I mean I guess that's how I feel about it shit yeah. this was very funny amen <laughs> <laughs> hey I wouldn't say you're wrong for taking them out of your wedding unless you did it in a reactionary way like you need to be oh, sure yeah. that you really meant it and not that you were just caught up in the moment and didn't really want either of them there. If I were you, um, considering you and your brother talk every week, I would have just said something to my brother. And I know how y'all feel about this. Y'all be feeling like, no, a nigga did me wrong. I don't need to say nothing because you should understand that you did me wrong. But like, people don't always understand the way we interpret things. And so if this is somebody who, like, is really important to my life, somebody who I really value, I will say something to you about it. And I may be, like, completely prepared for you to blow off my feelings or whatever else, and I can handle that. But I'm going to say something for my own sake, for my own mental health, just so I know that I try with you and maybe it didn't work, but I tried. So, you know, this is your brother. You say y'all talk every week. Maybe your brother just didn't want your mama or your aunties there. And so he was just like, okay, you know what? Nobody's family. Just so, or maybe it was her family. Like, maybe it was a situation where 
they didn't want somebody there so bad that they was just like, no family, only friends. I don't know. That's not very likely. But the point is that I would not have just let this go without saying something to somebody I claim to be close to. Not saying it would have been fixed because it may not have been fixed. But if this is somebody that I feel like is important to my life, I'm going to say, yo, mama told me that nobody's invited to your wedding except your friends. What's up with that? With that? Because I thought we was better than that. You know, like I'm okay with being vulnerable with people that I trust myself to. And I would assume my brother is one of those people. And I've actually had like difficult conversations with my brothers where they say things I wasn't expecting them to say. And it kind of changes the reality of things, which is maybe why I feel this way. But so I don't think you're wrong for taking them out of your wedding. It's okay if you really feel that way. But I also think you maybe instead of sending that letter should have tried to figure out what was going on. But Mm -hmm. on this magical third hand, I understand why you didn't because he told your mama, but not you. And y'all have been talking this whole time. So it's like, yeah. why you didn't say nothing? Like, I, I really get all the confusion of it. So, but I think that that like reinforces what you're saying, and I, that's and I, I agree with you on that specifically because it's like if we are close and we talk all of the time, what's going on? Like, right? Why you? Didn't why tell am I me? hearing it from right. her and not exactly. from you? Because you're totally right. It could right. be something. <clears throat> I would assume. <clears throat> I wouldn't assume based on this letter that your brother hasn't invited you to your wedding because he just thinks that you suck right. or because his fiance thinks that you suck. Right. Or, you know what I mean? It's probably something more complicated than than that. Or, you know what I mean? It's maybe not something that's personal or directed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only way for you to know that is to have a conversation with them to, about it, to, to talk. And so I think I would also, again, like, not coming to your wedding, especially if it is a destination wedding. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I'm probably going to want to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to yeah. want a vacation from America. I'm just being real. I'm going to want to go. <laughs> I'm not even mad at that. Um, <laughs> but I think at the same time, you know, as you're saying, if you weren't invited i i would be more hurt or confused mm-hmm. by the lack of communication correct me too then you know the lack of an invite or whatever yeah even though <clears throat> it sounds like you do definitely want to be at your brother's wedding and cry <laughs> or take pictures or whatever the fuck right so i'm sure that factors in but i totally agree with you i think i would have definitely wanted to like get a better understanding of why not only why I'm not invited, but why you didn't say anything to me. We've been talking this whole time. And don't give right. me, oh, well, you'd be mad. Right. Don't give me that. Especially if we're actually close. Like, Right. Don't give me that, oh, I know you'd be mad because real friends, emotionally mature friends, and this includes siblings and whoever else, mm-hmm. understand that there's no way to never hurt somebody else's feelings. There's no way to make sure that no matter what you do, you're not going to hurt somebody's feelings because whether somebody's feelings are hurt is not really up to you. You don't know what will trigger another person. 
You don't know what another person is sensitive to. But what you can do is be real about your feelings and be as honest and gentle about that as possible with the people you care about and be willing to hear whatever they have to say after that. Like, it doesn't have to be, I never hurt your feelings there. Do you need to go get your phone? No, no they're going to wait. Okay, great. That was the door. Okay, yeah, great. Sorry. No, it's fine. But it never <laughs> has to be like, oh, I don't hurt your feelings and you never hurt my feelings and everything is perfect. It can be, hey, this is something that popped up for me. I felt a way about it. You're my fucking brother. <laughs> You're my fucking brother. <laughs> yeah, so I would just like important. to know what's up. You know, like, let's just have an adult conversation about it and let that be that. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's your obligation to fix things. But if I were you, I would start the conversation simply because you do feel a way about it. And this is something you didn't know about. You had to hear about secondhand. So I just, I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like, there's a gray area here that we're missing. It doesn't have to be that your brother hates you or that you hate them. Yeah. (laughs) It can just be that the wires got crossed. He's dealing with his own shit. He's worried about his fiance and her shit. And your needs or whatever are not necessarily at the front of their (coughs) mind or at like... Your needs are not necessarily their top priority. So I would talk about it. If you feel, if you still felt disrespected after that, then yeah, I would be like, okay, well, I talked to this nigga. I told him I felt like they didn't give a shit about me and he didn't give a fuck. So fuck them niggas. Like I wouldn't feel a way about it after I had the conversation just because I'm a highly sensitive person and I have friends who have inadvertently hurt my feelings many times since I was like seven years old. So from that experience, I would ask and then uh, take it from there. But it doesn't have to necessarily be like, oh, fuck my brother or whatever else. You know, like it can be worked out if both parties are willing to talk about it. I truly believe yeah, well, that. Yeah. Damage control to do. With that, I mean, I'm just, saying, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, yes, there's that, but I just feel like, you know, it's possible. It doesn't have to be such a mess and it doesn't have to be so terrible. There's a place where like you can talk to your brother and come to a mutual understanding and maybe he and his fiance still don't need to be in your wedding, but you feel better about him and her and their future as a couple. <sighs> And that is, shout out to Link. See, Link said correct, bitch. That's right, bitch. Link said correct. That's right. Yes. That's my, yes, bitch. Literally nobody asked her. <laughs> and yes, you chimed in anyway. That's Link. right. That's my girl. <laughs> You're black. Yeah. No, she said what she said and let her have her voice. So... I would say talk to your brother anyway and then proceed from there. Either way, if you feel disrespected, then make that clear. And uh, yeah, hopefully you and your brother and your future sister-in-law work it all out. But I think this can be repaired. I don't think this has to be a fuck everybody I know, you know, type of relationship. So if you have a question for the read, send it 
to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right, we're back, and it is now time for us to get into the read. Yes, finally, it is that point. Do you want me to go first? I do want you to go first. Okay. After we do, if you're Welcome back, girlies. It is playoff season, bitch. NFL playoffs, that's for um, specifics. Mm. That's right, girls. This week, the football children are playing off to see who's really the best of the best and who's going to sashay away, honey. Wow. And... It is going to be taking place, that's right, this wild card weekend starting January 15th. Mm. The Philadelphia Eagles will be taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wow. on Sunday because the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans have buys. <laughs> Not buy like sexual, buy like buy, 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 buy. Insane. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, thank you. That means they don't have to play. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Thank you. And so then you're going to have more at the NFC <laughs> with the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Cowboys and the Cardinals taking on the LA Rams. And over at the AFC, that stands for the um, American Football mm-hmm. Channel. Oh, okay. Course. If you say Concourse. so. Yep. If you Conference. say so. If you say so. <laughs> 
The Pittsburgh Steelers will be at the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, as well as the New England Patriots on Saturday against the Bills. And the Las Vegas Raiders will be taking on the Bengals, bitch. And then the divisional round games will be taking place on the 22nd and 23rd. <laughs> and that's when the bad bitches are going to really be against the girls. And we're going to, and, wow. and this is in brackets. And what happens in that is that. Mm. They be taking like the girls from one side Correct. of the of the portion in performance. That's right. Against like the badder bitches, mm-hmm. and then they go head to head to see who's a bad bitch. And then the following, and then again, yeah, from both portions. And then mm-hmm. you keep going until there's two bad bitches. Correct. The baddest of the bad bitches. Correct. And then you have. Everyone's favorite time, which the is the Super Bowl Louis Vuitton International, <laughs> which takes place on February 13th in Inglewood, California. God bless them. Okay. Oh, that's why Dr. Dre and whoever the fuck. So, sure. lots to, to think about and discuss. Unfortunately, we're running out of time because oh. this is the sports shorts. Okay. So all I could really do is give you the schedule and what to look out for. But I what I will tell you is that I have my eye on um the Packers. Okay. And um the yeah. Bucks. Woo! Drama. Okay. And all right. um <laughs> uh and the Eagles, because what a bird. What a bird. Beautiful, majestic creature. The Eagles. And also okay, okay, the okay. um the Patriots, because shade and um and the story. What story um, is that exactly about the Patriots? They've won so many and probably want to win again. Even without their famed quarterback? Even without their famed quarterback. Who now plays for which team? Quarterback. Who now plays for the Buccaneers? Oh wow! The fact that you know that <laughs> because I'm—I don't understand why. What's taking you so long to catch up? I mean, don't do this I because I could ask you questions that you can't. And I do this. So as I said, you're welcome, girlfriends. Lots of sports. Oh, thank to look you. Yeah, you're right. To. You're right. You're right. Man, let me I know mean, when the I Raiders, can ask questions. Let me the know. Oakland Raiders had an overtime Great. victory yep. over the Chargers, they did. which locked them in. Yep. Just at the end. Yeah. And so that's something and in, in interesting to look forward to. Shout out to Oakland. Incredible. Yeah. Um. So lots of footballing. Um. To look forward to for the girls who care. Yeah. Any questions? I do actually have some questions that are about the NFL. Okay. But they are about football. Um, Sure. Okay, great. So thank you so much for your um, approval of me asking this question. Oh my God, you're welcome. Um, So as we both know, the College Football National Championship is being played right now as we record. And I just want to know Mm -hmm. what you thought about uh, Georgia versus Bama. Um, Who you think is going to win? Will Georgia upset Bama? What will the temperature be like? What do you think is going to happen here tonight before we finish recording? Well, I would assume that the temperature down there at this point is probably very cool. You could probably take your Mm. Ivy Parks out at this moment. um, Just because... 
you know, it's winter time. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine that, you know, you can be bundled up, but not like freezing. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Bama versus Georgia, controversial take. You know, I don't want to upset anyone myself if you see what I did there. Sport term also. Upset. You yeah, know, we got yeah. that. Yep, thank you. And so what I will say is that there's a lot of power on both sides. And college football is just, it's um, it's something of such culture and energy, surging mm-hmm. energy and performance. Right. And truly, um, the 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 power of the history mm-hmm. within both uh stu- institutions and and rosters is is honestly um unforgettable insurmountable and oh, wow. really okay. it's unmovable and so what i would say is that um i predict uh Amazing. a bang up uh, performance mm-hmm. where um, there will be a winner that we can be proud of. Incredible. Uh, because truthfully, um, it's about the the game and the hard work. I of didn't hear a prediction of who the children. Uh, I didn't hear in, that. Within. Okay. I believe that the winning team mm-hmm. will be the team with a very strong, supported, um, and impassioned group of Black players. Wow. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Um, That isn't what I asked, but all right. Thank you so much. Um, You're for, welcome. For your response. I also had a question. Honestly, about Spoilers. Okay. You know, yeah. No. Don't want to do no. 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 The girls, even though this will come out well after the game is over, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I had a question about the NBA, if you didn't mind. I know you're also sure. an NBA um, aficionado, right? National and basketball. Yeah. Clay Thompson just returned after. Yeah. Nearly a Man. thousand days out. So I wanted to know what you thought yeah. about his return to his team and his performance, you know, on January 9th. I really would love to know. Please don't Google it. I can watch you type. I see you I'm typing. Clay is spelled with a K. No, it's spelled I'm with a K. I actually know how to spell Clay Do Thompson's you? name. It's not Googling so it. So then what are I'm you typing? pulling up What are you typing and pressing your Oh, do you? For after this. Oh, yes. it's I'm about pulling Clay up the Thompson? Tabs for my read. Your read is about no, Clay it isn't about Clay Thompson, Thompson because I'm I will Googling remember. Him. Right. Okay. So then what is, I'm what not are you Googling looking up? Clay with a K. So then what are you looking up right name. now? Sorry. <laughs> what are you looking up Pulling right up now? the tabs for my read, which comes after this. Right. So why you're would you such, do that like, right you're now? Filled with no, I'm such literally just asking. Boiling hate. I'm, I'm literally just asking um, how you felt about Clay Thompson's return to his um, team. I'm sure you know which team he plays for. Absolutely, I know what team he plays for. Which is the... The team as golden as he is. Right, okay, great. So, what'd you think about that uh, performance in his first game back? You know, fine. After you've Googled it, it's fine, I'm sure. No, I haven't Googled it. I'm telling you, what I pulled up are my upcoming... Where you did. <laughs> I did not type anything. I typed in <laughs> D-O-J-A cat because that is what is in relation okay. to my read after this. Correct. Okay. Um, so what uh, exactly about his performance? <laughs> it was fine. Um It didn't make you feel anything I think in particular. 
It didn't make me feel anything in particular. Um, personally, I've um, never been moved one way or the next by that wow. particular light-skinned okay. individual. Correct, correct. Um, but I know that it is a moment that it excites lots of people who are fans of the mm. warriorship. Yeah. And for them, I say hoorah and hooray okay. and hip hop hooray. Um, yeah. Amazing. And I'm down with OPP. Mm-hmm. If you know me, you sure are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I could not have asked for anything more thorough than that, even though I definitely could Good. have, but I could not have. So thank you yeah. um, for that incredible rundown that definitely answered every question anybody could have possibly Everyone. had. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of any other questions I have for um, your incredible sports shorts, which are always so sporty and so short. So yeah. if you'd like for me to get into my read, I can do that. Otherwise, Go for it. okay, great. Yeah. So um, I just have a couple of uh, very quick things this week. First of all, words still mean, mean things. I know I said this a long time ago and perhaps some of you have forgotten, but like there are famous R&B girlies who think they can use the word depression or depressed when what they're experiencing is not that. There are um, yeah. several uh, crackers who feel like they can talk about oppression when what they're experiencing is not that. And um, there are a lot of you who heard my response to the letter situation about the candles and called that gaslighting when it was not that. <laughs> I just want y'all to... It was just antagonizing. Yes, it was antagonizing. I was definitely antagonizing you. But what I was not doing was denying that what you experienced was real. I was not telling telling you that your experience was not what it was. I was simply providing an alternative explanation. Um, So I really want you girls who get all of your mental health information solely from Instagram to look up what these words mean um, because it is not gaslighting for somebody to have a different opinion than you do. Perhaps I'm gaslighting him about his ability as a sports shorts analysis, but aren't we all? So leave the rest of it alone. No, I said it. And Link knows it. You have your headphones on so Link won't hear the truth, but you know. We both Actually, know what it is. <laughs> she loves my sports shorts. No, I'm sure she does. No, I'm sure Link absolutely knows what sports shorts are. Mm-hmm. No, she's literally just staring at the computer because she doesn't understand why she can see me talking, <laughs> but she doesn't hear me talking. <laughs> she's so confused. She's like, bitch, what is happening? So... Um, there's that for me. There's also um Eric Adams, who is the new mayor of New York yes. City. And I just have to say really quickly, I did not vote for that sour pussy <laughs> son of a bitch, and y'all see why. That nigga mm-hmm. has not since he was uh sworn into office said one single good thing. Yeah. And uh yeah, I was team my Wiley from the very beginning. I still am. I'm not for this. Ho ass nigga. Um, a lot of you heard about this fire in the apartment in the Bronx, that building where it spread to all 19 floors, killed at this point 19 people, including nine children and I think 10 adults. Um, and amongst the many things 
the many stupid things Eric Adams has said in his not even two weeks in office. He said today that like, if there is one lesson we can learn from this is that you should close the door when there's a fire in your apartment. And like, the most important thing is what? not like, yeah, he was like, if we learn anything is close the door. And if there's a fire in your apartment, then close the door. So it doesn't spread to other apartments. And I was like, God damn, you know, I thought personally that the problem was that rich people who own these buildings should fix the fucking issues with the heat so that nobody feels the need to plug in a fucking space heater in their uh, power cord or their power strip all day long and even leave their family open to vulnerability. But I understand that when somebody who is on your transition team and is one of your officers owns one of the buildings, perhaps you would not want to say that, but I just want to make it clear to y'all that I didn't vote for that son of a bitch. And now you see why. (laughs) And every time you're mad at Eric Adams for something, he says, just remember that Crystal didn't vote for that nigga. Didn't endorse (laughs) it. Didn't endorse that nigga and never believed in anything he had to say or do because he's simply trash. I'm not moderate. And that is that. A lot of you girls are moderate. A lot of y'all are in a place that I'm not. And that's your business. But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, last but not least, I would like to pass my read this week. Pass the read like we used to. And I am going to uh, name this read after uh, Janine who is the name of Quinta's <laughs> Quinta's yeah. character on Abbott Elementary. I adore Abbott Elementary. If you have not seen it, catch up on Hulu. But um, this came from a public school teacher, so I'm going to call her Janine. And Janine said, said, uh, love you both. I love all the joy you bring to this tired teacher every week on your show. And I have a read on behalf of all of America's teachers. This is to all you dumbasses who are so pressed to have schools open in person learning at the expense of teachers, staff, bus drivers and children's health and safety. COVID is running through these schools like the goddamn Tomb Raider and my school district governor, Joe Byron and this stupid ass country are all determined to do nothing. Being a teacher was hard before the pandemic, but it has been miserable since 2020. Why would anybody want to do this job at this point? We had scapegoats for everything and I love every minute in the classroom still and regardless with my kids. And that plus the bills are the only thing that's keeping me going at this point. This is what in-person learning looks like right now for all you people on the outside with all these goddamn opinions. Every morning before the kids walk in, we get an email with a long list of the teachers and the staff who are out for that day. Then next to each name, it says no sub. There is both a teacher shortage and a substitute shortage. That means the staff that are present will be pulled from their duties to cover the class. That includes paraeducators who do critical work in supporting multilingual students who are still learning English and students with special ed needs, both of which are legally mandated. Students go to lunch and talk and laugh indoors with masks off. Outdoor lunch is provided as an option but it's been scaled back because there are not enough staff to monitor students outside, even though sometimes parents will volunteer just because they want to keep the option on. 
All day long, I remind students to cover their goddamn nose. The masks provided by the school go quickly and they're cheap, so the shots break by lunchtime. Eight-year-olds are terrible at social distancing now that there's enough space in the classroom for them to do it anyway. And when 90 bus drivers call out sick and leave students without transportation for school, a third of my class ends up being absent. Different teachers are being pulled to teach different subjects. And for all of you who are so pressed about the kids learning less, I just want you to know it's still happening because the schools are not fucking functioning. Everybody is getting sick. Learning is being disrupted and it will only get worse because of inaction at the local, state and federal level. Why not go virtual for two weeks so we won't have to spend the rest of the year doing this bullshit? Last Monday, my district made a system to determine which schools will be virtual. A school goes in the red zone when they hit 5% of students and and staff testing positive for COVID. By Wednesday, two days later, 126 schools were in the red because, duh, bitch. On Friday, these dingbacks deleted the fucking goalposts altogether and just threw out the whole system, stopped sharing case numbers, and basically said, LOL, fuck y'all, we staying in person. Decisions like this are happening all over the country, and everybody working in schools is sick of y'all's bullshit. For the record, teachers hate virtual learning. There seems to be some idea that we just don't want to go to work. And that may have been the case if school districts actually gave a fuck about remote learning and consulted with unlike schools that already existed. But they don't and they didn't. They just copy and paste the in-person schools and routines and told us to do it over Zoom which is 10 times the work. We hate this shit too. We want to go back in person more than anybody else, but we also want to be safe. Your school districts and your governments are lying to you. If you want to go back in person, tell the people in charge to give us some real masks, provide weekly testing, and fix the ventilation in our outdated, broken down school buildings. Stop getting on on Twitter to bash teachers because we don't want to go work in a Petri dish all fucking day because you bitches no good and goddamn well you don't want to to do it either and if you did you would take your ass to the local school and inquire about substituting but you know good and goddamn well we don't get paid enough for this bullshit stop blaming teachers for every goddamn thing and that includes you joe byron you raggedy ass loser ass bitch shut this shit down already I teach in one of the most vaccinated counties in the whole country and Omarion is still living it up in this bitch. So cut the shit. No one can even get tested without waiting in line for hours. And the only thing you've offered is the advice to Google COVID testing locations. It must be worms on the brain, bitch, but stop playing in my goddamn face. How dare you be so bold and nonchalant when the only reason that you, Joe Biden, are even in office in the first goddamn place is because everybody else was so fucking pressed to get rid of Donald Trump that they would vote for anybody. Bitch, you weren't the first choice or even the fourth. So get your ass off of TikTok and Twitter and go do some Jerry, go do some work you geriatric ass prune signed wow janine a a fed up teacher who is too broke to quit um so if you watch uh uh, abbott elementary you see why i named this person janine because janine puts up with a lot um on behalf of her children who are in her charge when also 
the government could be doing so much better. So shout out to all the public school teachers. We see you. We feel you. We know that the government is garbage and you're still doing your absolute best. So thank you. And yeah, I'm done. What do you have for this week? Um. Okay, so real quick. Okay. I will say, first and foremost, I read this story about some Doja Cat fan. Doja Cat had a concert in Indianapolis just a few days ago, just a couple days ago. Amen. And there was apparently a bomb threat. Because one of her fans who allegedly wanted to, like, avoid a line out in the freezing rain or something like that, or skip a line or something like that, uh, decided to tell people that he had a bomb in his backpack, which obviously led to people alerting the authorities and them clearing people out, uh, adding, like, an extra 20 minutes to the wait time or whatever for them to go and figure everything out. Yep. This person was arrested, I believe, for something else, like unrelated warrants or outstanding warrants or something like that. So it doesn't even have anything to do. Like, they're still investigating this from the time I'm reading it. So... The girls are having concerts. (laughs) Fine. I'm worried that y'all are really running in the street with the COVID crazies. Mm -hmm. Like you haven't been anywhere ever before. We're still right on the brink of that Astro World Travis Scott situation. Yep. Why are you playing the game? What the fuck are y'all doing? The fact, like, the CDC basically said, girl, we don't give a fuck, do whatever you want. And so now y'all are like really just running around here saying whatever, doing whatever in the name of going to fucking see Doja Cat. We're not even talking about getting into glory, which could be any day now. (laughs) Amen. So. I just, again, folks, if you are at all permitted to go about the street, let's just go to big gathering functions like this, like a concert or a movie or whatever the fuck. Great. Have at it. Be as safe as you possibly can. Why the fuck are you ruining it for everybody like the the people who are actually out there literally risking and risking their health and lives and shit like that yeah. being fucking stupid to see a pop show bitch Correct. stay at the house vaxxed or not <laughs> oh i have a whole moment about that <laughs> um i will say as well uh to who do i want to move on to next Okay, I will just say to uh, Kanye Omicron West, I just find it interesting. I know we don't talk about it. It's sick and shut in, or we just you know, don't care. We don't really talk about it that much. But 
I find it interesting that in your quest to get this woman's attention with, you know, whatever doe-eyed model actress, you keep picking the same white one. Mm. Telling. Because you know that that white woman and that white family are never going to be threatened or feel intimidated by no black woman. You don't want to be with one. So there's a lot that I already know and already peeped. And there ain't no jacket, there ain't no leather boot, mm. ain't no fucking anything that's going to make me ever erase that question. But well, great, genius, well, sickening. Well, well, having a great well, time. Well. Um, Trey Songs, what's going on? What's going on? Mm. Rapist bullshit. Trey Songs has been accused of of being a rapist by a basketball player by the name of Dylan Gonzalez, who plays for, I think, Las Vegas. Mm. Yeah. And she tweeted, Trey Songs is a rapist. Lord forgive me, I couldn't hold that in another year. See you in 2022. This is literally also on New Year's. Right. A lot happened that day. Right. And I haven't seen an update on this as of yet. Um, but I think Trey had one or two sexual assault accusations last year. Yeah. Yeah. Palmer called his ass out in 2017 for, um, being creepy and using like coercion or sexual, sexual intimidation or something like that on the set of some music video. Like little stuff has been said about Trey songs in this regard for a while now. What's going on? Yeah. Exactly that. What is it, nigga? Because it's not adding up. There's a lot of weird shit that's been going on in that camp or the, on that side of things. And it sounds like you might need to tighten the fuck up. And, like, we need to hear uh, maybe some information from whoever's <laughs> doing the investigation. Because this nigga has swung on the police and then was on a jet popping bottles and has all of these women accusing him of sexual assault and or rape. What the fuck is going on? Amen. I just love how Link decided to pop up right at that moment. It was like, bitch, <laughs> I will make myself plain for this here. Like she got up and was like, here I am. And we will talk about what's going on with this nigga. Amen. Because I don't get it either, girl. Last but not least, I want to say that during the holidays, um, as I was wrapping some gifts, uh, my family was doing the typical thing of having, you know, the, the songs playing. And the Jackson vibes, uh, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus came on. Oh, my God. I love that song. It's so cute. And it wasn't until that moment this year in the 34 years of my age that I realized that the Santa Claus that mommy was kissing was their dad. And I tweeted that. What? You didn't? Wait, hold on. Who did you think she was kissing? Santa Claus. But Santa Claus isn't real? But it's the song. They don't celebrate the Christmas. What fucking difference does it make? But who do you think mommy was kissing if Santa Claus isn't Santa. real? But Santa isn't real? So who It doesn't you... matter. It's a song. So, But how is she kissing somebody fake if you saw mommy kissing Santa? Because it's a song. But, I mean, have you listened to all the 
Lyric? Okay, you know what? Never mind. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. What happened? I will say. Okay, amen. <laughs> this read is for people like you who have been trying <laughs> me ever since I said this No, because we don't understand. <laughs> no. This is what the fuck we're going to do. Because y'all bitches have been getting on my goddamn... <laughs> Do you know how goddamn old this song is? Right, the that's why Five we don't understand that how song. your big no, no, the Jackson Five covered that song in whenever the fuck. Okay, but you a didn't cover of a song from like the fifties or sixties, which means but you this didn't... song, which means this song has been a part of my life for all of my life. Correct. So Me since too, I've nigga. heard it, Do you think I, I assume that Santa was kissing these niggas' mama. Now, when but... I found out that Santa was not real, okay. I never went, oh, so what the fuck was this song about? What the fuck was Michael singing yeah, about? you didn't. It never, I never put two two together. It never, it's always been like, that song has always been like background or just a okay. Christmas song that comes so on fun. since then. Yeah. I've never done a deep dive mm-hmm. in or lyrical analysis of that motherfucking song ever since then. I never right. thought about it. And I don't even know when I listened to the entire song since then. Okay. So it wasn't even until the end of the song this year mm-hmm. to when his brothers are clowning him yep. for talking about <laughs> it that I was like, <laughs> oh, they're making fun of him because they know that that wasn't Correct. nobody's motherfucking Santa Claus and it was Santa. <laughs> but people are talking about, like, oh, well, how did you not know that? I mean, Bitch, I wasn't fucking thinking about it. Is it that hard? Is it that hard to understand that I just was not thinking about the goddamn shit? Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, so you just thought that fucking their mom was having a sneaky link, whatever the fuck that is, with with Santa Claus this whole goddamn time. You did. No. You did. I actually, that. this whole time since I was a kid, was realizing that they were actually singing about motherfucking walking in on your parents' holiday role play. <laughs> that immediately jumped out at me. Gross. Fuck y'all. Gross. Like, what, I'm like okay. what do you want from me? Okay. Um, you know, I'm not one of these. I did not goddamn think about it. I didn't think about it until this fucking year. Like, oh my goodness. Mm. And first of all, I was not alone. For I thought it was going to be me and maybe two would. other people of that have been you like, I can't oh, wait to go on Instagram. Yeah. I can't Do you know how many motherfucking people are look. like, wait, I'm it wasn't about Santa? Right now. People are like, oh, well, Santa's not real. Bitch. <laughs> I'm going right now. <laughs> I'm going right you now. You better watch out. You better not cry. Those aren't the lyrics to I Saw Mommy you better... Kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> I know they're not. You're so... This is my problem. You take every opportunity to try and embarrass me. I am trying to make a point here. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better... What is it? Smoke, whatever. 
I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. So what am I supposed to do? Scream, no, he's not, because Santa's not real anymore. You know how many fucking songs come out around the holiday season that are about this bitch or flying reindeer or some other shit that doesn't goddamn exist and we just go along with it because it's a part of the magic of Christmas. So I was supposed to take this one goddamn song literal? I thought that the bitch was kissing Santa Claus. Okay. Great. But y'all want to jump down my goddamn throat. Bitch, fuck y'all. Every single one of y'all mm-hmm. who had something to goddamn think yeah. about to say about me, bitch. I was trying to share a moment of... And first of all, <laughs> I knew that it was dumb. Sure you That's did. why I yep. shared it. That's right. It's embarrassing that I said mm-hmm. I'm old. Yeah. It took me this entire time Correct. to make this fucking realization. Bullies. <laughs> fuck y'all. That's why I'm on tweet now. <laughs> Santa Claus is not real. Fuck you. I mean, no, clearly Santa Claus is not real, but this didn't have anything to do with your decision to talk about it or not talk about it, and that's fine. You learned what you learned, and there's no shame in that. I thought it would be a funny thing. I thought it would be like, oh my goodness, that's so silly of you. Oh my goodness, wow, that is so funny and like, I'm laughing a lot. Wow, that's so funny that you didn't even make that realization. I'm laughing a lot. Not sure what the That's so adorable and holiday like and child and and childlike and magic. I love that. I'm laughing so much. I'm not Not sure. God damn, you didn't have to cheat this, you fucking moron. (laughs) Well, fine. I didn't say all that. Great. <laughs> I didn't say all that. I don't know who said that to you, but it wasn't I won't. me. It wasn't me. I won't tweet anything else. Okay. Well, I didn't say that to you. <laughs> I didn't say that to you. I'm, I'm finished. I'm proud of you for getting to where you got, but I didn't Shut say Shut your ass up. I, didn't I don't want to hear it. any of that. I, I don't have to hear no, it. I don't need... No, because I literally did not say that. So don't put that on me. Perhaps I didn't say that girls, was just you. I'm just saying. Everybody, you included. No, because I fascinated that before <laughs> I even got to that portion of the story, you mirrored it. Before I even spoke about them. Well, because so, I didn't think you was for real. You know, so, so many times you talk about things you're not really for real about. So oh, wow. I, I mean, okay. right, like the sports shows, you're not for real about that. So I thought you maybe you was just talking. Oh, and perhaps you didn't know. And then the more you talked, I was like, oh, no, this nigga really <laughs> thought it was one thing when it was not. And that's fine, friend. It really is. You know, you experience things the way you experience them. And that's beautiful. And that's lovely. So shout out to you for your experiences. Amen. I think it's wonderful. Y'all be dumb, too. And that's really the point. <laughs> and i'm done okay great (laughs) um on that note that is gonna wrap up this week's episode um of the read make sure you check us out at this is the read.com follow us on social media at this is the read again if you have a letter for us send it to ask three to gmail.com um friend anything else from you before we leave for this week no I don't. Okay. Ha- I felt like I should have had one of those no, happy meals. No, it's beautiful. No, it's beautiful. Episodes long enough. Yep, we're back. it is. First it's very long. Year. Correct. So, welcome back. Another year. Yeah. Still queer. And 
you know, mm-hmm. inspired by Pam Greer's rear. Amen. Correct. Um, and we will check in with y'all once again next week. Take care of yourselves and we'll see y'all then. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.